This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.37 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. Um, our first story today is all about organ donation, something that we both feel strongly about. We're both organ donors missing a card, but soon we won't need it because it turns out that MySajatra is going to have an organ donor pledge registration feature starting tomorrow. So if you haven't registered yet, uh, you'll be able to do it there. Anyway, we've been asking you, have you signed up to be an organ donor? And if you haven't, if you don't mind and um, want to share... What's stopping you? You can call us double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp or send us a voice note zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, uh, I do believe we've got a caller on the line with us. We've got Zainal. Zainal, good evening. What are your thoughts? Yeah, good evening. Um, uh, I'm actually delightful when you brought up this topic because uh, this is a very important topic, and I myself is uh, thank God is an organ uh, donor pledger. I pledge to donate my organ, uh, and this is a good discussion because um, I just would like to uh, extend to my fellow Muslims out there actually because I still think there's some misconception in our community that. This is something that's uh, prohibited or not encouraged in our religion. When actually for for the Muslims uh, in particular, this is actually very encouraged and it is considered as a major act of kindness uh, because it's actually a gift of life. And many, or I would say majority of the modern scholars actually encourage the Muslims to pledge themselves as an organ donor. Zainal, I'm curious what got you to do it in the first place? Um, I, I guess partly because I'm, I myself is a physician, so um, I sort of uh, see myself how the cases are managed, and I had the chance um, to experience uh, managing patients from pre-transplant until post-transplant previously when I was uh, working in nephrology and hepatology, so mainly in kidney and liver transplant. So I've seen the joy that it gives to these patients, how their life changed after the transplant, how grateful they are, how grateful the family are. So it's, it's really wonderful. And seeing that we had a, have a chance to be part of that only by as simple as pledging to donate of organ is a wonderful experience that I think everyone should take up the opportunity. Wonderful. Zainal, thank you so much for calling. Sure, sure. All right. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Have a good day. You too. Um, if you'd like to share your thoughts, uh, we are asking, have you signed up to be an organ donor? And if you haven't, what is stopping you? You can call us double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp or send us a voice note 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. I think we've got time for uh, some messages. So uh, we have, let's see. Uh, we have Tina Karin who says, Pledging to be a donor can also motivate you to keep your vital organs healthy and avoid excessive smoking and drinking, for example. So go for it, people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think that that's, uh, that is absolutely true. It's something I think about also. But the other thing is, and if you're a science nerd, right, I think that there is something really quite beautiful about organ donation, aside from the fact that you, you could be giving a gift to somebody who ba very badly needs it. Um, the other part of it is, how cool is organ donation? I mean, I've always thought so, mostly because um, it's something that wasn't available for so many years of medical history. So I asked our guest earlier, I asked Zainal, who just called, what led them to do it. And I will say that actually part of my motivation, because I signed up when I was pretty young, back when I was in college, um, it actually was a little bit of that science nerdery, the, the notion that we have the ability to do this and the ability to save lives by 
keeping parts of our body going after mm. for me there's something just completely mind-blowing and magical about that. Yeah, I think donating your body to science in general um, has has always struck me as cool. Um, yeah, we also have, uh, let's see, a caller on the line. I think we've got MJ with us. Uh, MJ, good evening. What are your thoughts? Hi, good evening. Um, well, my thoughts on, on organ donation is that if you have the opportunity to, to donate, I think that it's really important um, to do so. And if you're called for a donation, I really think, you know, anyone who, who, who gets that privilege should actually, you know, donate um, whatever whatever organs that you've pledged to donate. Yeah. Um, like for myself, I've actually donated, I, I've, I've, I've pledged as the all, God, all, all donor, I mean, all organ uh, donor, and I've also pledged for um, stem cells donor. And um, I was actually called for stem cell donation, but unfortunately, at that point of time, I couldn't donate um, for 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 many for many reasons, and also some of it was like more of the um, you know family having too many concerns that I had no answers to, and uh, yeah, and and right after that, I felt such a regret that I was not able to help someone who needed me so much at that point of time. MJ, thank you so much for calling and for sharing. I mean, I think that's a lovely message, right? Not not just to donate, but also that when the call comes, um, it, it, there might not be another opportunity. Yeah, no, I, I think that's always something worth keeping in mind. Uh, just briefly, we've got a pair of uh, messages about family because Adeline says, I pledged to donate my organs as one of my birthday wishes many, many years back. The card was sent to my house and my mum saw it. She's quite angry uh, because the Chinese don't like you to to die or to pass to the next world, I think is, is another way of putting it with missing pieces. Uh, I don't know where the card is. She probably threw it away. So yes, I'll pledge again on my Zajatra if it works that way. Um Stephen also says, I once talked to my mum about my intention of signing up, but she showed strong rejection. Uh, I've read news about parents fighting with medical officers to preserve their child's body, and I don't want my mum to go through that. Of course, she will if I don't get her blessing when signing up, in addition to losing her child. So exactly why having your conversation with your family is so important. Um, actually, very quickly, Madiha references this as well and says, I'm privileged to have experienced being involved in the consent side of procurement from a brain-dead patient. It's a delicate situation speaking to grieving family members about donating a loved one's organs. If there's any objection, the donation won't proceed. Perhaps if there's more buy-in from society, we can follow the example of having an opt-out organ donation policy instead of opt-in. And then uh, Madiha says, I've also lost my my card. <laughs> Join the club, Madia. I don't know what is up with that. Um, I- I'm going to be glad actually to have it in a digital form. I think this is one of those times where not worrying about whether I've lost it is is um, a good thing. I-, I just wanted to share that the day that I received my card um, and I told my family, I went about it in a very celebratory way. And I do come from a family in which it's not taboo, but it's also not, not something that was, you know, like, we don't my the older generation doesn't particularly love talking about death um so it wasn't the most comfortable of conversations but i knew going in um and talking about it that i wanted to approach it in a really celebratory fashion so i went in and said i'm so happy because i finally get to do this and and this is something i've always wanted to do and just to say that that's one way of going about the conversation and also that it's important to tell your family as soon as possible 
celebratory. Um, I think also making it clear that this is something you really want. Yeah. That this is a choice you've made. You really want this to happen. Um, and that you would appreciate their support in being in in helping you fulfill this. Uh, I think we've got time for this voice note that came in from Sabrina. I just want to share uh, what I found out today. Um, my colleague from uh, work was uh, having dialysis uh, today. So I said, uh, how can I help? Can I give my kidney to you? Uh, since I have already pledged to be a kidney donor. So he said, oh, it's not that easy because uh, the system is as such, uh, unless you are a family member, you can't just uh, decide to donate your organs to a stranger or a friend because uh, they are afraid that, you know, that person may have paid me money or sold or I'm selling my kidneys. So it's not as easy as, oh, you know, I've pledged to be a donor, organ donor, I have the card and um, you want to do good. So something has to be looked into making it more accessible for uh, organ recipients to receive organ donations from willing um, parties that are not related to you. Sabrina, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, that's a that's an interesting point because I think that that has always been a safeguard, right? This idea of not allowing for it to become a transactional process inadvertently to avoid people getting pressured into it, to avoid like black market organ situations. Um, but how to legitimize that in a way that makes it easy for people who genuinely want to help and who know the person they want to help, I'm not sure how to do that. Yeah, and I think in Malaysia also the challenge is that we seem relatively early on in this path to making this a normalised conversation. Perhaps down the road, we could be having this conversation in a more productive manner. Um, we have Asva who says, I'm still on the fence about this whole organ donation thing. I think I might be okay with it if they were to take organs while I'm still alive, but, but brain dead. Uh, this is due to many Muslims and mine belief about taking away or dismembering bodies being akin to torturing the body or janazah. And um, yeah, and, and this I think is something we hear across the board. Different cultures, different religions have different reasons for it, but they all echo very much this this notion. And that's fair. I mean, alive but brain dead is one way of going about it. It's not as if it's it's not done. Um, but the other thing is we did have a caller earlier, uh, Zainal, who spoke about this as well. So that will be on our podcast, Asfa. So in case you missed it, uh, you can go back and listen to that. Yeah, and, and I think speaking to religious leaders um, is always helpful to, if it's something that you need reassurance about. Um, although we do also have Harith who says, when alive, we help. When we die, we help also. What a wonderful act. <laughs> so, Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there is that. And um, Kinwai above also saying, what a wonderful story, I think, in reference to our guest who came on and was indeed very wonderful um, and says, I'm definitely going to register on my Sajatra. So there you go. Uh, keep those thoughts coming. We're talking today about organ donation in light of the fact that... Um, Starting tomorrow, my Sajatra is going to incorporate an organ donor pledge registration feature. Um, and we want to know, have you signed up to be an organ donor? How do you feel about this? If you haven't, what's stopping you? You can call us 7733-2900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Send us a voice note there as well. Tweet us at BFM Radio. And now just briefly, it is 5.48. We've had a lot of calls today. Um, and for today on Twitter, our question is, how can healthy eating be made more affordable? 
So this comes from a tweet by Dr. Benny Rusani, who essentially says, look at how healthy menus like a local poke salad bar are more expensive than a fast food joint. Um, and then, you know, he actually names them, but we're not <laughs> reading them up. Maybe the health ministry could join forces with the Federal Agriculture Marketing Authority to sell affordable, healthy meals for Malaysians, especially to the B40. Control your cholesterol, high blood pressure and diabetes. Do you agree? Hashtag prevention. Which, of course, is, I mean, the key point there being affordable healthy meals which i think most of us that can agree isn't always the easiest thing to source out uh okay so one more tweet that's uh also on the poke bowl front just to say because um ajik veda says so true um eating a poke bowl the other day it cost 20 ringgit for one it's healthy but it's too pricey for six ringgit you can mix and match at a fast food place and, and that price point is to be fair something that comes through across around the world it's something that has been brought up although on a local front a lot of people are pointing out that you don't have to eat white people food, um, yeah. to put it simply, um, in order for it to be healthy. Yes, and I think that's also, that's definitely something that perhaps if what we're talking about is increasing awareness, the thing that needs to be, um, the message that needs to be sent out is that we can eat healthy with local produce and with local uh, dishes. It's just learning to retool, learning to figure out where you can buy what. So, for example, Fakira says, I'm tired of buying this so-called healthy and organic food because it is so uh, expensive to sustain. In the end, I just eat lauk melayu, except that I reduce the portion and add more veggies plus air kosong. Dah. Um, Similarly, we also have um, Mohamed Faiz, who says, shops with healthy menus aren't expensive because they're super healthy, but because they're catered to Western taste buds. We have a lot of local food that's way healthier and cheaper. We should promote healthy food based on our local diet um, and then actually attach just a table comparing the nutritional value of ikan kembung to salmon. A number of people actually pointing out healthy options that are also local. Um, uh, Kaki says it's interesting that people think healthy food is Western food. Masak lemak telo is a healthy dish, just one of many. Wadi says there's a thing called nasi campur. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that makes me laugh. <laughs> it's a thing called nasi campur. It's really healthy depending on the lauk you choose. Um, now, Famira says KKM should advocate for us to buy fresh produce at the wet market. There's a lot of veggies, chicken and fish that's cheap, B40 friendly. Cook it yourself. Don't use sugar, just onion and salt. You can make all kinds of recipes. Perhaps not a lot of salt though. Perhaps not. Um, So that I think is where we want to leave it on the tweet front. But all of that to say, we want to hear from you. Do you have a favorite affordable healthy meal, right? Like is that do you have a go-to whether it's something that you order, whether it is there is a thing called nasi champo, uh, whether it's something you make yourself, you can call us double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and of course tweet us at BFM Radio. Building fit Malaysians, BFM eighty nine point nine. It is 5.53. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And we're talking about, weirdly, health. I, I think that's the through line um, in our hour today because we started off the show by talking about organ donation and how shortly it's going to be even easier because you can do it on MySajatra. There's going to be an organ donor pledge registration feature. And we've been asking you um, whether you signed up to be an organ donor and if you haven't, what's stopping you? And then on today on Twitter, it's really a simple question. Um, It's about what your favourite affordable healthy meal is because a number of people have pointed out that eating healthy can actually be quite affordable, especially if you go local. So call us 7733 
WhatsApp or send us a voice note, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, let's start with food. So Monif says, eat healthy yet not costly. Cook your own law. Although I can't cook myself, so I eat unhealthy cheap food regardless. <laughs> so actually, okay, look, genuinely funny. I appreciate it. Uh, but I will say that I think that it is worth talking about how not everyone has the time to cook every day. And I think that's why the conversation also about where can you buy healthy meals is one that's worth having. It, it totally is. And um, you could also be like me, somebody who can cook enjoys it, but does not enjoy food prep. Um, I'm not somebody who mm. can eat the same thing for five five days a week without um, eventually contributing to my own great health and intense misery. So I, I don't do that for that very reason. Um, Lee Jun says, poke is not white person food. It is originally Hawaiian. And I, I think we're both aware of that. I think the question, though, is how it's since been repackaged and how it's gone 100%. around the world. Yeah. The marketing, unfortunately, is mm. a very white person slash Western thing. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that the original poke bowls were necessarily sprinkling nutritional yeast and almonds on top. Um, Linia says, eat local fruits and veg, sweet potato, no need for blueberries or raspberries or kale or quinoa. Very specific. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. Um, I, I actually love getting tips on how to cook with local fruits and veggies, um, which I will admit, right, it's not as easy to Google because there are not as many people posting about these things. I, um, I wish... I wish I incorporated more ulam into the meals that I eat without buying, meaning the meals that I prepare for myself at home. Uh, you know, while we're talking about local vegetables and local herbs, I think that uh, that that's a lack that I sometimes feel in my own palate. Um, Amirul says, tempeh is your friend, vegan, a good protein source, sustainable and cheap. And delicious. I'm a big tempeh fan. Uh, Captain Nariva says, My favourite affordable, affordable healthy meal is idli. It's soulfully satisfying. I feel the same way about doses. Um, they're actually, you know, it's fermented. It's really healthy. Depends on what you eat it with, though. Or uh, how much ghee you might put okay, on it. Okay, that is exactly <laughs> it. Because I love dose. I'm a huge dose fan. And I always have paper or ghee. And then I'm like, what am I doing? And the then I eat it anyway. potatoes are optional. Not, not a buy, you know, you have to have them then what's the point yeah i know <laughs> you see like like we eventually head down this path uh legion is back to say make domestic science compulsory for boys and girls i agree i think everyone should have some basic cooking skills i mean you don't have to be like a full-on chef but just a little bit is helpful how to assemble an ulam I think can be helpful. Mm, you know, um, I remember learning how to make fruit rojak, which I've never done again. But, you know, it, that's that's an, an example. Um, again, we, we'd like to hear from you. What's your favourite affordable, healthy meal, especially if we take it local? Because that was the conversation on today on Twitter, right? This question of how eating healthy can be more affordable if we pivot uh, to make it more local. Uh, you can, of course, call 7733-2900, send us a voice note at 018-789-8899 or drop us a WhatsApp and tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, going back to the issue of organ donation, uh, we have a, a number of points coming through. Let's see. We have um, Shan saying, I think digitalization of organ donation is a wonderful step forward. I wonder if the same can be done for blood donation. I've lost my book on numerous occasions. I mean, 
in theory, right? In theory, you wouldn't even need an app. Like a QR situation should mm-hmm. be able to take care of a number of these points. Um, we also have Hakim who says, I'm not sure about my organ donor status here in Malaysia. When I was living in another country, we have the chance to be one when we register for a driving license and it will be shown there. Uh, but I plan to register on my Sajatra. I try to be a consistent blood donor now. Maybe that can be a place to start for those unfamiliar with donating something from our body. Yeah, I, I think so. I actually really like this idea of incorporating it with a driving license. It just feels like it normalizes it so much. Um, we have this from Charles, who's raising a, a rather interesting point. My wife, two sons and myself signed up to donate all organs um, on in September 2016. Will my Sajatra incorporate all of us in their apps from the record? So we're not sure about this, but by tomorrow we'll be able to check, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Charles goes on to say, by the way, blood donors have health benefits from government hospitals, but organ donors, you know, there's no specification of what benefits there are. Um, One's KKM chart in a clinic put pensioners and organ donors not needing, uh, had a sign saying that pensioners and organ donors wouldn't need to pay for the basic blood test, but later the organ donors were removed from the list. Aren't organ donors more important than pensioners? Well, firstly, I'm not going to answer that question, but I do think that um, actually making some of these things clearer and offering these sorts of benefits would greatly go towards encouraging people to sign up. Right, at least, um, at least there being a communication of that would yeah. help, um, even if there are still, you know, there's still hesitation and all that. But that can be dealt with in a different way. Um, we have Margaret who wants to know: Is there a registry for whole body donation for educational purposes? Uh, Margaret, when we looked it up, um, there isn't a registry as such, but there are places that you can pledge. So um, a, a Google of that in the context of Malaysia should turn up uh, some of those sites. Keep those thoughts coming. Um, oh. By the way, Healthy Food V is saying nasi lemak because it's Time's top 50 healthiest breakfast. Sorry, just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> We're really making it stretch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the definition of health is stretching every day. Uh, keep those thoughts coming. Keep it here. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.